everyone, this is a Popcorn Heroes review of Insecure, an HBO series. What's going on? I am Armando. With me, it's God's Gift, Orlando. Yo, yo. What's going on, dude? How's everything? Good, man. Quarantine life. What can I say? <sighs> Surviving the Rona, I see. <laughs> Surviving, I guess. Yeah, because I mean, you be going out a lot, so you are practically surviving the Rona. I mean, I'm not going out. I'm just, I go to my grandma's house and I just do groceries. There you go, man. You're going out a lot. I guess. <laughs> All right, Orlando, since we never ever talked about Insecure in our podcast, let's uh, start off with what the show's about and then get into what we think about the show, how we've liked it, season one through three so far. And then we get into the latest season that started yesterday, season four, and we'll talk about episode one. But this is not a spoiler-free review. This is a spoiler-filled review. We're going to be talking about the entire story, everything that's happened. Um, We're going to get into it. We're not going to be shy. We're not going to be, like, pausing for anything. We're just going to get into it. And if you've seen it, awesome and if you haven't you know listen to us and see if you enjoy the conversation we're having and then you should go watch it on your own <laughs> if you like what we hear so yeah. Orlando tell us about the story buddy so um, Insecure basically takes place in LA uh, Inglewood LA and um, it follows uh, it follows essentially a couple um and basically their relationships and their their turmoils and their ups and downs and just basically it's just a story of relationships um a story of uh personal struggle personal struggle um it's one of those um there's a, a term I'm looking for where a character starts at one place ends at Growth. another place character yeah, development there's, no there's a there's a word I'm thinking about it's one of those um like we Character talk about in, mo- in movies, like in movies, there is a the character arc. I don't know. I'm not sure what I'm thinking of, but it's basically a story of like personal growth relationships, and you just follow these two people' lives essentially as they try to uh, grow. It's 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 honestly just a great show overall, and um, I think it's one of the best uh, shows on, on TV right now. Yeah, even though the, I would agree the, with the, that. The, even though the plot could be as pretty simple, it just feels organic, especially. But but I don't. That's the thing I don't mind about the show. If it's simple, like I like simplicity, because there's complications within everybody's life. But in general, people's lives are simple. You know, they're just straightforward. You have the complications of relationships, the complications of friendships, the complications of work, and that's everybody's life. You know. So that's what complicates our lives, but everything else is just you living it, you know? And it's kind of straightforward, except for those bits and pieces that kind of affect us, you know? Um, Yeah. So the simplicity, I don't mind it. And I hate the drama for the sake of drama, which this show, I don't think, has done that. I don't think that show has forced drama down your throat. Um, I think all the, the, the drama beats have been very... How can I say have have organically like developed within the story itself? Like it's never been like, hey, yeah, you know, you're cheating on me. Oh no, then uh, I don't know, some other shit happened. And then drama for the sake of drama happens, and I'm just like that. I don't yeah. think that's happened in this show. So I agree with you. Like the um, the drama that does occur in the show occur because of a character's personality type or mm-hmm. of their archetype as a as a as a as a character so drama ensues because you know a person is this way so yeah but it's not as if like for example i think when me and mike were talking about it during our um shows the decade because me and mike had it on our list you know it's a it's a it's a predominantly black show i mean that's for sure and when i think about current black shows like uh insecure atlanta blackish grownish one of the things that Blackish does is that, and so does Grownish, but say, say the same creator, they have like 
kind of like problem of the week or like a social issue of the week. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that if you want to like do that, especially like. Uh, but that's it's network very, TV. Yeah, it's very network TV. It's very 90s. Like this, you know, like. Like, oh, no, I got caught robbing the store. Like, oh, you shouldn't do that or something. You know, or I got. Oh, no, they. I, I was sleeping in class. I got an F and like, oh, you should pay attention to school. Like those kind mm-hmm. of shows have a very like situation or drama of the week and this it does it's not that at all it's literally just you're it's watching like Atlanta Atlanta's not like that either Atlanta's very just a story right so... but, uh, but Atlanta's also all over the place though Atlanta's very like non-linear non-linear like like sometimes stories plot lines begin and then they just stop there or they continue in other stories Atlanta's just all over the place Atlanta's very unique but this is just a very linear narrative of these two people um and essentially like their lives so it's very straightforward um but like you said there's no drama that's being forced it the drama ensues because of a just that's just how the character is not like drama for the sake of drama mm-hmm. um but yeah let's get into at least um let's just jump get into the, the characters yeah get to those characters obviously Issa. so Let's start off with that, yeah. Talk about Issa. Do you like her? Uh, yeah, I mean, so, obviously, this show has, season one spawned a huge debate, Issa, Team Issa, Team Lawrence uh, debate, and... Um, I'm Team Lawrence all the way, man. So, I mean, it's funny because, like, anyone who's been in a long-term relationship can understand um, the characters, you know. So, like, I get Issa's... Uh, dilemma in the, in the first season I get Lauren's dilemma in the first season like I've been a Lawrence I've been an Issa I've been all the characters so I can understand each each person's um I guess where their heads at in mm-hmm. in season one um but you know I do I do like Issa in terms of like her quirkiness like she's a very like charismatic yet quirky yet sometimes weird kind of uh person she comes off like socially awkward mm-hmm. and um i think you know it stems from like just her as a person at the way she is and also just stems from like her series web series that she had uh i think uh, it was like adventures of socially awkward black girl i think i forgot what it's called um let me look it up but yeah so i think it just stems from like that so her character is pretty similar yeah. Um, and so I just like her her quirkiness. I like that about her. I like that she is just like she's not she she is she's definitely not a a stereoty- uh, stereotypical character in the show. Like I think most of the characters on the show are not really stereotypical. I think most characters that are predominantly in the show have layers to them, and they they shine throughout. Like. Which is nice because some shows are, um, they're just, you know, they just have a stereotype. Yeah. Um, so I, I really do enjoy, um, enjoy her. And the series I was talking about, the web series called, uh, Awkward Black Girl. So, so, so that, so she still plays that kind of character in Insecure. Um, then there's Lawrence, who is her boyfriend in season one. And I like him as well. Like, I I understand him in the beginning of like down the dumps kind of vibe he gives off, you know, like not working, not um not, not being very highly motivated. Not yeah, not bum- bumming it up, not being very motivated. And then I I do like his transition to fuckboy Lawrence to uh <laughs> to um successful Lawrence to driven Lawrence um so I, yeah, I, I love that. Uh, I love that character so much because he is like um, it's kind of like he he never was like he always had potential as a person when you first see him in season one and you know that like he's he's a good guy you know that like he's a very like affectionate loving boyfriend um, but he just fucked up like he had he, he had his fuck ups he had her fuck ups so like there's so many ways that like you could be a good person or a uh, or a solid partner and still mess up in 
in relationships. So like, even though he's a good, he was a good guy, like he had his his flaws as well. So I like how they how how they developed that character very much. Yeah, I've always been a fan of Lawrence though. Like Lawrence has always been. Um... I've 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 enjoyed his his entire you know his entire story arc from the beginning to where he is now, um, and I've I've always been on the side of more of Lawrence because for me I don't really enjoy Issa. Um, I think she she falls into that same trap of like the majority of uh, of like main characters, you know how I made a mother how Ted was kind of boring and he was just this basic guy. I think everybody else was more enjoyable than him. And I think Issa is on that for me too. That like I find everybody else more enjoying or more 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 complex, more interesting than Issa. I think Issa is just I don't know, I just I, I don't I don't I don't really enjoy her, you know, I, as a character. But I do like everybody else, you know. Um like like Molly, like I enjoy Molly because you know she's that successful person, she does all these things. But she's a total bitch at times. But she could be a great friend, and she could be supportive. And I mean, the, but like she has layers to her. You get what I'm saying? And I feel Issa doesn't have that many layers. She's either, like you said, she's just either that quirky character, and then, uh, and then she's just blah. You know, she's in. She's just there. I think all the like a lot of the characters in the show have more layers than her, and and. Molly and Lawrence have more layers to her. Even her boyfriend, the second boyfriend that she had, uh, the the music producer guy, I think he had more layers than Issa too. And I just he was he was a more complex guy than she was. So I, I think I enjoy those characters more for their complexity and how different things they have. And I think Issa's just so straightforward and bland that I I don't enjoy her as a character. Well, I mean, as you said, like that's a part of the main characters. Um, maybe there has to be something about that. Maybe like in terms of like writing philosophy, where like maybe the character is like a neutral character, so like everything else pops. So then mm. you're more invested into that world or that um that universe. Um, same thing goes for Seinfeld. Seinfeld, he is literally like the most like yeah, he's born. Seinfeld just Seinfeld's my favorite show, and so all he does is is date people and do comedy. That's it. That's his whole gimmick. But George is he George goes from job to job. He yeah. is he, he goes from living at home to living at his mom to living back at home. Yeah. Kramer is a whole nut job. So like I and then when you look at other shows like Friends, like Ross is very boring. He's a, mm-hmm. a um archaeologist. That's it. And then everyone else is wild. Like you don't know Chandler's job really. Joey's an actor and a playboy. Monica is frantic. She cooks, and Chandler's like the funny businessman. Yeah. It, it, maybe that is, and then when you look at Friends, it's also Ross and Rachel because those are the two main people. She's also mm-hmm. boring. Yeah. So it could be one of those things where, like, if you have a main character that maybe is so multi-layered or so like the show I was thinking about, maybe that where like I think every character like shines. I think like. Always sunny. They're all douchebags. They're all funny. Dennis is probably like the most like neutral, boring one. boring one. But that's saying, but he's it's he's also very crazy and wild. That whole show is wild. Yeah. But as of like crazy antics, Dennis is the main character, and he probably is the most boring one. So yeah. I I I think there has to be like a writing philosophy. Uh, but you, you wouldn't say about like Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, I thought every character was interesting. But Game of Thrones doesn't really have a main character. Game of Thrones, its main character maybe is Tyrion. That's it. The, the main like, characters were the people like the Starks and Tyrion and Jaime, Jon Snow. Jon Snow is maybe he's probably the boring, most boring character in the show. Jon Snow. But it has to be like, because you named so many people as main characters. Who is the main character though of Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones doesn't really. Game of Thrones fools you so many times of like you're following this character. Oh wait, that's not the main character. He died. Mm-hmm. So like Game of Thrones, at the end you realize that Tyrion is the main character. But for Game of Thrones, you spend so many seasons like following other people and rooting for other people that you lose focus of Tyrion, even though like he's a big plot of the, 
whole show. And the thing is, with, yeah. with Tyrion, especially Game of Thrones, he never has, like, leverage. He's just trying to survive. So you're looking at, when you look at Game of Thrones, you look at the fucking people that can move mountains. You're looking at, like, the leaders and shit. You're looking mm-hmm. at the people that, like, can do shit. Tyrion can never have done shit. You're just, in Game of Thrones, you're waiting for Tyrion to die. Essentially, because he's always the odd, he's always the odd man out. All right, so let's let's bring it back to Alana. Do you think Donald Glover's character is boring? I don't think he is. I think there's a lot of layers to him that, even to this day, you still don't know about it. You still don't know about him. Like, but Alana doesn't follow traditional storytelling uh, procedure, though. Because the main character is essentially Donald Glover and Paperboy. So, but the focus is on Donald Glover. He is the quote unquote main character of the show because the show is quote unquote about him. And I don't find him to be a boring character. I, th- I just think that cast and that story in general is just very interesting. Right. It, and all the Atlanta, characters have layers to them. Atlanta is his own beast in terms of storytelling, though. That's just, that's, you know, it's just how it, it goes because, like, Atlanta's is different. Atlanta's not, it, it's, it's not a linear story. It doesn't. One episode is self-contained. That episode could be about something else. Like, and mm-hmm. obviously we we have shows that do that. But when you start caring about a show and it's cared that character dynamics, there's normally a story, a well put together story tied to it. Atlanta Atlanta doesn't. Atlanta does have a well put together story, but it is all, it is all over the place. So you mostly you remember Atlanta for like it's like set pieces in terms of like storytelling or like not set pieces but like oh this episode is so good because of x y and z or this have this crazy thing happens in this episode so that's why you remember atlanta you know like you don't I mean, atlanta is good for you don't remember atlanta for its character development because there isn't yeah. really is it there really isn't much so atlanta is okay. its own like beast yeah but so let's bring it yeah. back to the show then so how yeah so do you like what has happened so far in all the seasons as in the terms of you know Lawrence and and uh and Issa breaking up to how their lives kind of went separate from there yeah so so essentially yeah they broke up in season one um Issa cheated on, on Lawrence because he was pretty much a deadbeat he finds out he leaves then he I has, think that's like, where the story actually started for me do you do you think they're gonna get back together no, and I hope they don't. I right, honestly feel that I hope that he actually stays with the girl he's with now. I have, I have, I'm, we're gonna, I, as we're going to talk about, I have a question for you about that dynamic that's happening right now. And I think yeah. you know where I'm going with it. But, um, so let's keep, let's go through that. So they go through separate ways, right? And for me, I feel that's where the story actually really starts because that's when everybody's lives kind of takes a jump start, you know? Yeah, I mean, it it kind of forces both of them to get their shit together, you know. Issa Issa was very critical of Lawrence. Is time of like, you know, he was going through his shit where like nothing was working in terms of him being a developer, and um, he was kind of like he kind of like fell like down the dumps. Like even though he wasn't like quote unquote depressed, like it didn't, he never really said it. He just had like lost drive. And you can totally mm-hmm. see that. And I would say, like, his breakup was the catalyst that kind of, like, catapulted him to, like, start his shit. Like, yeah. uh, he started working out. He became super ripped, super, like, you know, like, fucking... Like, now Lawrence is, is like... He had, like, a, 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 a mini gut in the beginning of the first season. At the end, he, like, lost it, and he just became, like, mm. this tremendo, like... Uh, beast in terms of like looking wise and so I think like that made him focus more on like okay what do I have to do to be better or um, like I now I don't have this person to rely on I need to like you know get my shit together um, so that always pushed him so I think that was good for him um, in terms of Issa I feel like it kind of grounded her like you know she really because I guess she she felt herself superior to him because she had a job, she had things quote unquote figured out. 
I wouldn't and then say af- she... I think after the breakup, she went into that spiral that that uh, he was in essentially. I don't. I don't think she thought she was superior to him. It never gave like their dynamic was never like that. Like she never like you know she, she never like uh, like uh, showboated or like put that over him. It was kind of like yo, you're not only slipping in terms of like what you want to do, but you're slipping in this relationship. Like, it was, like, her birthday. This dude, he forgot entirely, like, to, like, you know, celebrate her birthday and shit like that. Like, he was slipping on, like, relationship, like, uh, duties. And not not saying duties, but, like, what you expect a partner to do. And he was also slipping in terms of, like, um, like, progression in, in, in his personal life and, in, and, and, and their own. So, but I don't think she ever, like, folded against him or anything she was very supportive season one you know she was like she was you know essentially paying for this dude to just sleep on the couch like just chill you know so i never i never got that vibe of like i'm better than you kind of vibe she never did that but you know at the end of the day like she did i guess like not judge him for it but did like say like hey man like like you gotta like you gotta like level up, you know. You gotta get your, you know, you gotta be on my level or get not get be on my level, but get your shit together. Like, I know yeah. you're going through some stuff, but you gotta like get on, get on this, put some effort. That's that's a good word. And you quickly see how after the breakup, like she didn't have it together, you know. Like she wasn't ready. She wasn't quick to judge him on the fact that he didn't have it together because she did support him. I mean, there were it's there were so many other factors that ended their relationship like it was like the fact that he wasn't attentive to her either like i think that was possibly like the, the main catalyst not that he wasn't like working in his field i think it was that like yo you're not you're slipping and you're not acting like my man basically i think that was the reason like that kind of ended because like we look at daniel daniel was a dj daniel yeah. was just like daniel was I mean, granted, he, like, had his shit together in terms of, like, he has, he's a producer, and he's making beats, and, like, people know him, like, he could, you know, he's not doing too bad, but he's not also doing, like, phenomenally well, you know? But what did he do differently that, that, uh, Lawrence did? He gave her attention, like, like, he was like, yo, let me take you out. Hey, let's go out. Let's have a good time. That's what was, that was a game changer. It wasn't like she fell for a dude who, like, had it all together, so I so yeah, so but what you realize in their breakup is that like even though like that was the main reason, she also had like a poor credit score. She when they broke up, she had to move out because rent got more expensive. She moved mm-hmm. in with Daniel. Like she wasn't like I said, like I I think it was more about it, the lack of of effort he was putting in into relationship than like money or or finances. Yeah, that was the reason. Why, that was the reason why they broke up. So it was essentially just a relationship strain that was happening, and that's right. why she cheated on Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, it, it's funny because like once they break up, you realize that like, oh shit, Issa doesn't have her shit together. She's not happy in her career. Um. You know, she has to like live with somebody else that she's probably not, who, probably, who she probably doesn't want to live with. So she has to make these sacrifices. In terms of Lawrence, Lawrence, you know, he realizes like, oh shit, I'm, they're kind of in the same boat, especially at, at they're they're in the same boat in terms of like where they're both looking to progress. Mm-hmm. I just think it took it's taking East a longer time to to get there. Where Lawrence, I would say that because you think about it, you don't know how long Lawrence was in the in the rut. Because when we when we meet him in the show, it was they already been dating for such a long time that I think they mention it that you've been you have been bumming it up for X amount of time. So I think it's just time for Issa's on is on the same track essentially. Let's say what a year or two that he was in the rut. And I feel that at this point, Issa's on that same boat. It's been already a year or two that they've been on the rut, that she's been on personally on the rut. And finally, she's probably 
turning around at this moment in time in the show where she's kind of figuring out her her life or what she wants to do, but she's still not there yet. Um, and I think that's where Lawrence was at the point where we meet him in the show, where he was kind of got almost there, but not right. And then that breakup kind of just triggered that switch of like, yes, I need to change. I need to do better. I need to be different. I need to actually focus on my stuff and get my life on track. So that breakup what is was the cat- catalyst for his life to get better. And I think it was a catalyst for her to finally realize that, oh shit, I don't have everything figured out. I don't have, I don't know what I want to do. I, I just, she spiraled downwards essentially after that breakup. So, yeah. Um, so how do you feel yeah. about Molly? Um, <laughs> I like Molly. I just think that she can be. The thing is, is like with, with Molly, she essentially has it. She's essentially a very particular person. Like she is highly successful, um, super driven uh, lawyer, and for everything she does right, she does a. I guess when it comes to dating, she does wrong. Um, I think she's overly critical of the people she dates. I think she's uh very judgmental of the people she dates. She's not like, and it's not really not that she has a block of like turns like a, like a wall that she puts up, but she is very guarded, and mm-hmm. when when she's dating, so that has caused problems for her. Um, you know, I. I I don't agree with everything she does, um, but I do. I don't know. I don't know what I would want for her, honestly, at this point. Like as a character, yeah. like, she, cause like I just feel like I I don't know what I, I don't like. I don't know what she's looking for as a character. I don't know what she, what she wants as a dating wise, and I don't know like how to like fix it. Like I, I mean, that's not that's not my job, but. Like, I, like, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily think it's a thing of like fixing or it's just she needs to figure out why she's being so critical because she's not perfect herself right so it's one of those things where what does she feel that she needs and wants for her to actually get like settled down with somebody because she's just every she finds it a little an excuse for everything right essentially anything that happens she finds an excuse for it so what does she really want what does she, what is she what is she looking for and what's going on within her that stops her from reaching that next level cuz she she usually hits a certain point with a relationship where she plateaus and then she's like is about to hit to the next step and she's like and she finds something wrong and like oh nope I don't like you. Oh, you. What, what was the the one that a guy, uh, the guy she was dating, made out with another guy or something like that? And, yeah, yeah. And, and she said, "Well, I'm not gonna date you because you kicked another guy." So, it's, so it's kind of like, what do you want, you know? And right now, this in the current season, she's dating this person that she really likes, but they've they've never established their relationship. They just at this point, they're just still dating, you know. And he's, you know, going on dates with other girls too, and she found that very offensive. So I feel if you really like this person, I think it, it's the moment where you essentially establish those rules. If I like you, like, hey, I think we should go to exclusive. And that will kind of end what, what she doesn't want. But she never established any, like, I want this to be more than what we are, you know? Yeah, I mean, as a, as a character, we don't know why she's so guarded. And why she is so like quick to turn off like the switch in terms of relationship. Um, you're right, cause like, I mean, she did date Joe in season one and season one, I believe, and a little bit in two. And Joe mm-hmm. was the guy with the with the wife, so she was and like he an was open in an open relationship. Right, and so she did date Joe, but obviously that was just a that was just a bomb waiting to explode. Like, um. There was that other lawyer that uh that little role played. Uh, oh yeah. So I that was him. the the nice lawyer that was pretty much on her level in terms of like career wise, but 
like probably physically it wasn't there or just uh it was that right because he was he was uh he was chubby so she didn't like that or what was it i mean she didn't really say she just wasn't like feeling him like you know what i'm yeah. saying like it wasn't like a it, like it's weird because her hesitance and her um her reason for like not diving in is never truly explained it's not like it's not like there was ever an episode where she's just like oh well you know me i got I don't know, Kyle cheated on me or something, you know? Like, you don't really ever mm. hear about, like, a reason why she is so, like, guarded. Or, you know, like, you know, my mom and dad never had anything good. You never hear of a reason why she is so guarded. Like, you don't know if it's, like, something she experienced in, like, with her, like, mom and dad. Or you don't know if she had, like, a bad relationship. Or you just don't know why. Like, you just know that, that she is guarded. And, and that's just, that's okay. But... For me, as a character, like, it's been four seasons already, so it's just kind of, like, I'm not saying, like, you have to do the same thing over and over, but, yo, like, currently with the with the person she's dating, yo, take that leap already, like, just let's see, how, like, let's see how it goes, and then hopefully we <clears> can <throat> see, like, if she does fuck up, we could see, like, a longer, we could see how she fucks up when it's something real, as opposed to, like, saying- never... On the what was happening right now with her with the the Asian guy, she should have established that like, hey, like I like you, let's do more, let's something more, let's quote unquote quote go exclusive or something. When she felt bothered by that fact, you know, I think if you feel bothered by that fact, that means that you actually like that person. So you should be like, hey, I like you. I would like for us to only date each other, or whatever. And I think that would have made her feel better about things. Um, but instead she ran away from that situation. So she had the chance to evolve it into something more, but she stopped herself. She found an excuse to stop herself. Well, well, the thing is is that at the end she did text him saying like, Hey, I like you. Like I was just, you know, I think I know we're just playing, but I actually like you. So she told him that she texted him. So we don't, we haven't seen the response yet. Obviously, mm-hmm. that story is not that that story arc is not over yet. So yeah, who knows? Maybe they become something, um, which would be nice. It's you know, it's funny because oh shit, I just realized it. So Issa, I believe, wrote a book or she commented on an article saying, or she wrote an article saying that like in in like dating wise and like dating apps and stuff like that. Black women and Asian men are the least um, like approached. Oh. oh, so it's very that's very funny that she actually. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I don't find that a coincidence that the person who thought that then has two characters be together that are essentially black and Asian. Damn, that's crazy. Um, yeah. So wow, that's a good one. Yeah. So yeah, that's. I just I just thought about it right now. I was like, wait, I, I'm. I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure. Let me see where I can find it. No, no, I know what you're um, talking about. Yeah, we, we've talked about that before, about how dating apps kind of, um, people don't, you know, like, not not like, but not uh, swipe right on Asian men or black women, essentially. Yeah, so, I mean, I just find it very interesting that she, she wrote that. She, uh... So I mean, it could be a spoiler, I guess, for uh, a, a potential spoiler, because I mean, so I hear. I gotta hear and, from, and also, how often do you see Asian men with black women? Yeah. So so check this. So this could be a spoiler for um for the show, but Newsweek article, um, Issa Issa Rae's book said black women should marry Asian men. So Damn. I mean, who? knows who knows what um is gonna happen how long ago was that that article was in 2018 okay and um i'm going to find out let me see that's a good one yeah so i mean it could be a spoiler alert i mean obviously like people you know, writers and creative—they write what they know, and they sometimes pick things from their lives or things they want to see. Sometimes they have a narrative they want to push. 
I mean, for example, like Atlanta, there was an episode where I think, I believe, like the girls go to Drake's house or something, and Drake is supposed to be there, but he's not there. And oh, yeah. it's that big ass party that's happening at Drake's house. Yeah, and I think one of the girls was he's a, a she was a white girl, I believe, and they just talk about interracial dating, how like just because a white girl dates a black man doesn't mean she's a gold digger, or it doesn't mean that like if you're a black person, a black man doesn't mean you can't be you can't you can still be black and pro black and still date outside your race. And you know Donald Glover is married to a white girl, so like. It it's I don't find that like a coincidence that like mm. th- your opinions or your ideas obviously are going to seep into your creative work into your writing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I just find that very interesting that I just realized that she that she did have a her book. So and the people who don't see. know that Issa Rae is the creator and writer of the show. So yeah, that's huge. That's a so, good one. I, yeah, if you want, I can read you the sec- the part in the, in the in the book that she yeah, writes. Yeah, go for so, it. Yeah, um, it. Maybe that would make all the difference. Instead uh, of Asian men, um, okay, Asian men is nearly the same as the black women, except for the fact that their women tend to marry white or other or other far more often. In fact, Asian Americans have the highest rate of intermarriage. Asian men reputation reputation sucks too. This is why I propose that black women and Asian men join forces in love, marriage, <laughs> and procreation. Educated black women, um, educated black men, what better intellect match match for you than an Asian man? Hmm. So that's so yeah, good. She, dude. That's a good one. Yeah. So she wrote that. So um, that could be, and and at the end of the day, like Molly is. A black intelligent woman. So the fact that she has that part in the book of like, you know, a black intelligent woman. What's what's not the best pairing for you than an Asian man? I mean, it kind of plays to a stereotype that Asians are highly intelligent, but still, like that's her opinion, that's her thought, and so it's only it's only coincidental that not coincidence, but it's only like obvious that she probably is trying to push that narrative or at least speaking from at least showing her ideas come to uh fruition and also presenting something that you never see asian man with a black girl no you're right you're right so yeah you don't really see that so that's a good one man i i that's a pretty good sleuthing you're doing there so let's uh I like that. I like that. I hope she does end up with him, though. Out of everyone she's dated, I think I've liked him the most. I think he I mean, is at her level. I, I haven't. There really hasn't been much of him. I can't. I remember. I remember him being in season three, but it wasn't. It wasn't really like that. I don't really remember his character really. And in I this like episode, his, his, I like his charisma. Like he's not afraid of her. He's not afraid of himself and um and I, I like that in a sense for her because I, I think people are intimidated by her success at times and what better person for you than someone who's not afraid of your success yeah I I, I agree I think because the thing is for her I feel like at this point she is so successful that like I don't think finances truly pay the factor in it. I think as long as you got your own and you can hold your own, you know, like you had your own place or you had a roommate or whatever, like you're doing your own thing. You're not like slumming it off. Like for definitely sure she can't date like bum Lawrence, a bum Lawrence in season one. You know, she is so like someone who has like their own. So, but I, I never saw her as someone who, couldn't date let's say like a school teacher like you got your you got you make your income you you know i don't think finances is something that plays a factor in her decisions i think for her it comes from like who can she be open with and vulnerable with because she can't be open and vulnerable with anyone really so i mean yeah that's it's it's interesting because like 
It's what knows, she liked man? about dating Dro. Yeah, yeah, she was exactly. open and yeah. exactly. It was different because Joe and her have been like best friends basically for years. So that's what essentially what she needs at the end of the day, you know. So yeah, I think I think for the most part, like I don't know. Now that I'm now that I am looking into this, uh, now that I thought about that 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 um that she wrote that in her book, and now this these two characters are they're being shipped together. I can. I think that's end, their end game, you know. Yeah. I I think possibly that like, um, you know, they might have their ups and downs, but they will be the Ross and Rachel of the show. That's how I see it now. Now that I now that I have like that's my theory now. Now that I I know this about um Issa and I remember her writing that article and now these two characters, I'm for sure shipping them together. They are going to be the the Ross and Rachel of the show. Or who knows the Chandler and Monica that they never break up and they're together forever. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, that's a good one though. I like that. I like the how you put that two and two together. Um. So what else do you like about the show? What 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 else have you enjoyed from it? Um. I just like how how authentic it feels. Like it has um. One of the set pieces was filmed in um. That. The Celebrity Cemetery, where they, they shoot movies. Yeah. They, I mean, no, shoot movies. They uh, show the, movies. The, the movies in the cemetery. Yeah, yeah. And I remember Pedro used to do that when he lived in L.A. That's a, a very L.A. thing to do. Um, I remember it was like a taco spot that, that was super local that was filmed there. It's just like L.A., it's its own, like, character. You know, like, and the fact that, like, even in this episode, like, even in the season, basically, the goal of the season is for her to throw a block party. Like, she is clearly, like, engaged in her community. She's clearly aware of, like, the, like, you know, like, each plot, each, you know, pothole or or line in the cement. Like, she is about her community and about her people. So I just like the fact that, like, that shows. Like, it's not, it's not a show that takes place in, like, this set. Or like a Hollywood studio set, like you know, it it takes place in the open, you know. Yeah. Like the apartments are real apartments. Mm-hmm. Not by them and stuff like that. Like it just feels real, as opposed to like um, manufactured. Yeah, like I'm, it's exactly as opposed to something like that we're used to, like a sitcom that's manufactured. That like, you know. That's supposed to be in Miami, but filmed in LA. <laughs> Like ballers or something, yeah. Yeah, and and uh, Dexter. Yeah, right. I, I I do enjoy that authenticity of the show. I do enjoy the music also that comes with the show. I feel like they they select music that flows well within the story, uh, and and it, it kind of sets the feel and the mood of an episode or in a scene or whatnot. Um. I just think it's just an overall very well polished show, and I'm glad that it's 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 ongoing. So I'm glad we're bringing this up now because now we're leading into season four, and the beginning problem that was set up essentially is that the girl that Lawrence is dating is working with Issa on that black party, and Issa just found out about it right, at, you know, at the um, what midway midway end of the of the of the of the episode right. so how do you feel about that because she people are telling her you should be weirded out about it uh, but she doesn't feel like she should be or maybe is and just trying to brush it off what do you feel about that do you think it's uh it's awkward weird what is it what do you think um i, I don't know i think Obviously, it's been some time since they broke up, um, and they don't seem like they're in a bad place, like Lawrence and Issa. Like, it doesn't seem like there's bad blood between them. No. Um, I mean, I guess it's awkward when you are in the same room with someone that, you know, has the same intimate encounter that you have with another person, but I don't know. I feel for the most part, like, as long as they could... Like, in the day, like, not only is it a, a friendship, it's a business relationship. So, 
especially one that she is more capable on on this end, business wise. Mm-hmm. So it's not wise for Issa to end the friendship based on just the fact that like, you know, she's dating Lawrence. Because business wise, like, you need her. So and I'm not trying to not be like like conniving or anything. It's just that's just the optics of it. Like, you know, she has more connections. She is. Yeah, cause that's better... what her job is all about. Is make exactly. she's in the PR business, so she's gonna have those connections. She's gonna have all of that that comes with it. Yeah, so, so it's inevitable you... that she'll be better at networking than Issa, who's never done it in her life. Yeah. So, so Issa needs her. At the end of the day, like, yeah, she can possibly, um, you know, seek another PR, but. For someone you already worked well with and you have a good relationship with, it's important that you, you, you know, it's not really, a, at this point, it's not even a, because Issa is the one that has everything to lose. Mm-hmm. It's about the other the other girl, uh, Camille, I believe her name was. Yeah, um, like that. It's about her. It's about, can you, are you okay with the fact that, like, you're working with this person who's who essentially, who slept with your man, essentially? You know, I I feel I think it I think it would have mattered if um if they knew each other already and they knew the relationship, but I feel like it's just a stranger at this point, and I think they should maybe not be tight or whatever. I think they should just be focused on the business aspect of it all, and then after that, um. After that business encounter is over, they should just kind of just go their separate ways. Um, but I feel that I think if they would have known each other, if I think it would have been more tough for the whole thing to 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 maneuver. Other than that, I think they should just you know focus on what they need to do and then just go their separate ways. Oh, so her name is. Uh... Conondola. Conondola. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, I don't know, it, it, like, it just depends, man, honestly, like, I guess it, it, it just depends, like, you know, like you said, going to your separate ways, but if you guys can have a meaningful relationship and if the block party is success, like, and open it can open more doors for more more business opportunities, you know. So so I I just feel that like what's what's the point, you know, of um what's the point of of doing that? What's the point of yeah? So yeah, I mean, if they can maintain a business relationship, especially if the block party is is a success, I don't see why not. I don't see why. They should end their friendship. Um, they both seem to like each other very much. So, yeah, it, it it is weird. I don't know how I would feel if I guess I was friends with somebody and then I realized they their ex. I wouldn't know how how to go by it. You know? Yeah. Um. It is. I think it is tough because you know realizing that. But like you said, if you could overcome it, fine. That's even better. But if you can't, just do your business relationship and complete the transaction, and then just end it. You know, I don't think they need to focus too much on the other shit. You just do your job and get out. You know. Yeah. Um, but it seems that it could potentially get smoothed over but I think everybody else in her life will have a problem with it more than she would right as we saw already with Molly um, who had a problem with it and it's weird for Molly to to I feel like it's kind of hypocritical for Molly to be like oh you love drama or like you're being messy or like yo Molly your whole your, your whole dating life is messy like and, and specifically you dating a married person right so like I found that like her criticism invalid like I was just like who are you to be telling someone that, like, logically, like, 
like I said, logically, like Issa is has everything to lose. Like she's she needs uh, Condola and for business for business reasons. Forget the friendship. She needs her in terms of like a a business like prospect. So who are you to be like? Oh, you're being messy when you dated a married person. You like, like you never get let anyone get too close, and like you're literally fucking up a relationship right before you even began. Like at that at that moment. So it's just like it's yeah. I I I found it very very like hypocritical for her to say something like that. I didn't think. I don't know if it would, it didn't mesh with me in terms of a character. I just I just thought that when I, when she said that, I'm just like, hold up, like check yourself because you're literally like, you're literally all a mess when it comes to relationships. So yeah, it's true. But I mean, I I think for the most part, I feel that Issa could navigate the waters of that. I feel it's Lawrence and Condola that are going to have a problem with it why well i i don't know maybe like i feel like maybe, i don't think he cares about her anyways no i don't i i don't i think i think for the most part lawrence moved on and lawrence is the one who at the end of the day like i think he's cool with Issa. like he doesn't have a problem with her obviously but i think at the end of the day like he's the one that like still carries that like pain and that like regret of the relationship but i feel like I don't know, I guess I don't know if Condola's gonna bring up like yo, like what happened between y'all? Like I I, I just I obviously like Issa's and Lawrence's relationship it has to be discussed within their within their relationship. Because at the end of the day, like she might wanna feel secure. Like, yo, are are we good? You know, are we gonna be together? Even though like at the last episode, like he's like, Oh, we we good and they just started making out. Like I feel like at the end of the day, like that's not really like a Okay, this conversation's over. You know, like they're like that's they're gonna do a dive on that, like or you know who yeah, knows? It's gonna be an evolving conversation. Yeah, who knows? It could be like a simple conversation, like what happened and yada yada. But at the end of the day, like um, I feel like they're gonna have that discussion. Like you don't, you don't date someone for uh, five years and then it just it's over and you don't talk about it. You know. When you date someone for for that for that long, people are gonna ask questions. Like that's just a natural thing. Like especially like a especially when they know the other person. Like sometimes they might be afraid. Like oh, is that do I need to be worried about this person? You know, especially for Condola, she has to work with Issa. So the fact that like you had a relationship with this girl, like do I need to worry because I work with her? So like if you guys are gonna be a thing or something, that conversation might come up. You know. So, yeah, like, especially f- with them, since so they have so much history, you just don't, yeah, we dated for five years and we broke up. You don't say that and then things are left, you know, like, okay. Like, usually someone takes a deep dive, like, yo, what happened? But, like, I, you know, especially in Condola's case, she ha- she doesn't have to know, but it would be n- nice for her, though, because she has to deal with Issa as a business, really, as a business partner. Yeah, at some point that conversation is gonna come up, and we're gonna be, you know, privy to that. But other than that, how did you like the episode of season uh, four, episode one? Um, I I liked that. I thought it was good. I really, <laughs> I I liked the um, while well, they're having the block party, like her um, <laughs> oh, her tenants. Yeah, her 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 tenant was like checking out her brother, and he's like, oh. He he, fine though. She's like, yeah, but he's gay. Like, he, he ain't that gay. He like, and then she was just like, <laughs> my 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 uh my kid's uh, father's gay. <laughs> and and um and then she was just like, which dress? That this dress for ass or this dress for titty? And he walks back. He's just like the titty dress. And then she's just like, see, every man likes titties. Like, it's just it was pretty funny. Uh, I think the funniest one was a other tenant where he's like, we're all park. And she's like, you could take my spot. And he's like, wait, whose car do you like? Do you have a car? He's like, no. <laughs> I was just like, that was so good. I'm just like, wait, why the fuck are you asking about that? It's funny because yeah, that was hilarious. Because like, her like, her um, 
her speech at the end, her like, her like, uh, rally with me and my friends and join me on this quest uh, speech she had. I felt like it was not like kind of like not that moving to be like, oh yeah, let's just get, let's just all sign, you know? Like, I felt like the yeah. the party like seemed like not well planned and it showed. So the the fact that she was pulled that she pulled it off was very like impressing. Yeah, it's that it's that uh, show magic, you know that character's quest <laughs> has to continue. You know, it can't end just that easily. Um, but I I think I I was better off with her pulling it off than uh, with it failing and then having her the entire season scrambling to make it happen. Uh, I think that would have just presented like a drama for the sake of drama. I think. Um, and I, I, I think her, her, her move, her speech, it wasn't that great. But what I enjoyed about it was the fact that it's essentially saying, hey, I want to do this for the community. I want to do this to highlight the community. I want to do this to highlight the people in the community and the people who make it, you know. And I think that was that that's a, a, a very moving sentiment, because if if you have a community that's changing so drastically, like. For example, uh, Little Haiti, or in our example, right, in our own community, Little Haiti and Winwood, who has drastically changed to what it wasn't, and how artwork doesn't exist anymore, you know? How artwork, it was kind of essentially, was was an event for that community, you know? For that Winwood community, and it got turned into something different, and essentially, maybe that's what she's trying to do, of like, our community is changing I want to do something that highlights the people in it before it's over, before it changes into something that isn't, right? Right. And I think that's a noble cause, and I felt that was she was portraying in her speech. No, no. I- yeah, it wasn't that great, but that essentially what was she was saying. And that I think if you're in that community, you notice that, and that probably would galvanize you and move you to 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 participate, you know, at least even if it's just this one time. Because you know the community is going to be there and it's going to be behind you and stuff. Yeah, no, I agree. I think um, I think that's really right. I think it, that that was uh, the driving force, especially like I said, like L.A. is a character, so she does her best to represent L.A. and to show L.A. Um, and I guess the block parties is just another one of those statements that she puts in the show. That like, yeah, I'm not going to let my city like fall. I mean, at the end of the day, like. You know, it's she's still Hollywood, but you know what I'm saying she still wants to showcase like the city for what the city is, you know, which is still like mm-hmm. pretty moving, I guess. Yeah, for sure. I get what you're saying. Uh, many last thoughts, Orlando, before we wrap this up. Um, no, nah, I think we covered we covered most of it. Um, what do you think the season is gonna go from here? What are your predictions for the season? So I'm I'm pushing the Molly and Agent dude. I'm pushing I'm pushing them together. I feel like uh, Lawrence and Condola are not gonna last. I don't think that I don't think they're gonna overcome the fact that like he dated Issa. Um, I think Issa will be okay with it. I just think that them as a relationship they won't. She they're they're just gonna be an issue. Um. So yeah. Do you, do you do you think that preview at the opening of the season was how the event failed, and how it it couldn't uh overcome whatever? I don't. I'm not. Sh- I'm not. Sh- I don't remember the preview. What was the preview? No, at the at the opening, the very first opening sequence of the show, where Issa was on the phone, and then it goes to four months before the event. I mean, they talked about how like she wasn't talking to Molly no more. So, something happened between her and Molly. Obviously, we see that in the first episode where... And the event also, because the event was all dark. Mm, it could have been that it was just over. And then maybe that, mm. maybe just because Molly wasn't there, she was upset. Or maybe something happened at the event. And so then she's like, oh, I'm done with this chick. So, it could, I think I think the event went off with, the, with a hitch. I think something is going on between them two that... Um, there's a fallout between them two within the season. I'm not sure how, but it could be how hypocritical Molly is in the relationship, and maybe 
I, I may, who knows? Man, my guess is that Molly tries to fuck up her and the Asian guy, her relationship with the Asian guy. Issa tells her to stop being stupid, maybe. They have an argument and they have a fallout. That's my prediction. I, I don't think the fallout will be on the Asian guy. I think it'll be more of a Molly being jealous of her new relationship with Condola. And I think that's where the divide happens. And I think maybe she was potentially trying to ruin that relationship Issa had with Condola because she's like, oh, you're replacing me for this girl who is dating your ex-man or whatever. And I think that's where if there's a fallout, it will be because of that, not because that, of the Asian guy. That's, that's interesting because I didn't see it that way, but I guess it could make sense of like, you know, I never, well, I, I guess I never saw Molly as that kind of a, of a vindictive character. Um, and I guess because they have other friends, but no, no, no none of the friends are as close as Molly and her. So yeah. I guess Molly, I guess it does. It would make sense if Molly senses like a destruction of a, a disturbance within like their friendship, which is Condola, and she's like, "Oh, let me drift you guys apart." So as a character who tends to fuck up relationships, especially romantic ones. I could kind of see what you're saying of her being like, oh shit, I'm afraid that I'm going to lose Issa to this girl, so let me tell her she's being messy when when, you know, hypocritically I'm messy. It's just I'm just saying that so they could like not be together. That yeah. that makes sense. Honestly, I never thought of it that way and that makes sense as a character. Like it it if like I said like her judging Molly, her judging Issa I found it very hypocritical, and I didn't think it was very... I didn't think it meshed well with her character. You know? Yeah. But... No, for sure. But her saying that, to be vindictive, to be, like, protective of her friend, because she wants to keep her friend as as is, I can see that more. Yeah. So you're right. I think so, too. I mean... I mean, would, it could go anywhere though. It could, and I guess, I guess, with with that in mind, like, then uh, it could also be like you said that you know Molly didn't show up to the event, and Issa needed her in that moment, and she wasn't there to support her, and that's what could be also another fallout between them. You know, that it's just these little things, these micro moments that have happened between them throughout the season, and in the end, it culminates in her being like, you know what, Molly saying fuck Issa, and then. The relationship kind of ends there. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm like I said, I'm pushing. I think Condola and her are gonna still be friends. Most side characters in Insecure don't last. Like, no. Most of the men in Insecure don't last. Most of the women in Insecure don't Except last. Lawrence, man, my dude. I mean, because Lawrence is the main character. So, but Lo- all, mm-hmm. all of Lawrence is like his, even his friend he, that he had. I forgot his name. Yeah, they come and go. They come and go. So. It, it would be a big change for them to add a central reoccurring character to the cast. Um, so I, that would be kind of interesting. Obviously, she's going to be the, the, a character in, in season four throughout the season. But to have her to be in maybe potential season, that's be, that'd be very interesting because not many, like I said, not many characters last on the show. And yeah. the, the if it's not Lawrence, Molly, or Issa, it's the two other girls, and they come in like sporadically every couple season, every couple yeah, episodes. They always come and go. Yeah. Yeah. So, cool. yeah, I'm interested to see how that plays out. Would so for sure. Um, I never asked you how would you feel um the the dating thing wise. Would you, let's say you became friends with someone and then you didn't know that you were dating a girl. Um. I think it again, like as all weird things that happen in someone's life, I'll be you know pretty strange out about it. Um, but again, it's a stranger, you know. It's not someone that I know or that I've known or who has history with me in my, you know, previous, you know, relationship or whatever. Who's privy to that, you know? We'll say, um, it's just a stranger who comes in and that I just so happen to meet, and then small world, small universe, they they're happening to date my ex. Um, you know, there's, there's, those are very small chances of, you know, that happening, but it could happen. I, I think because of, it's, it's a stranger. I don't think I'll be strange out about it because it's someone that I don't know. Like, oh, oh, 
damn, that's a small world type of thing. Like, oh, crap. Oh, I'd be weirded out at first, but then I'd be like, if this person is cool and they're a great person, why wouldn't I want my ex to be happy? Well, it's not that. It's about would you be friends with them? Um, Could that, who knows? I don't know. That's, that's the dilemma that Issa faces. It's not like she's trying to break them up it's just like okay should i continue no, no i know she's not trying to break him up i'm just saying of the relationship which is like it's i like i don't know personally i wouldn't know i think i'm not trying i'm not saying that they're breaking up i'm like this person's cool those people are cool they should be there they'll be awesome together but i think i would maybe i wouldn't involve myself too much I wouldn't hang go hang out with them together or you know stuff like that. I'd be just like, we'll hang out every once in a while. Right. We'll I, I think for the most part, when it comes to like that, I feel I like I don't think it'll be. Like I wouldn't mind um, uh, guest starring. I wouldn't mind either or if someone or dated my ex and then a friend of mine who I recently became friends dated my ex and I just found out randomly and they didn't know I didn't know. Um, I wouldn't mind that as long as we keep it like. I guess unspoken rule of like don't talk to me about about my ex like let's not swap stories or anything, and then don't bring me around you guys together. And that's it. Like that's all I ask for. And then we can keep it like you know, chill. We can chill. You know. And then for and if I dated uh somebody's ex and I became friends with them, yeah. like that's not gonna stop. I'm gonna keep fucking your ex. And if you sure. want to keep fucking with me, that's on you. Like I think that. I leave that on to the other person. Like, I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm comes to that. I'm not going to be like, well, I'm gonna date your ex and also yeah. see you later. I can't be friends with you. It's, I mean, not it, sure. it's not that it's a mean thing to do. It's just, I just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be the one doing it. I, I don't mind, I don't mind the scenario I'm in. It's, it's you who mind, who might mind it. Right, so. Right. Yeah. But you're yeah, the type of person who doesn't mind much things. So it's, uh, it, yeah, you are a different person, a unique person in that sense. Because um, a lot of people do mind a lot of things, uh, especially when, when it comes to access and whatnot. But yeah. Well, uh, ladies and gents, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah, of for us sure. Talking about insecure that we've never done before. But given that we're in quarantine time, and season one just I mean season four just started might as well give it keep it week to week and let's see what, how this season goes uh, let us know your thoughts on Insecure do you agree with what, how we what we said or what are your thoughts about the characters and the show and how's it progressed? later guys uh, let us know you know we're at we, we have on, we're on social media and of course we do have an email so same as always till next time Thank you.